life is a battle. Are your stats optimized? It's time to take a look at your character sheet. How's everybody doing today? I'm in Ukraine. I'm Tizzy Beepo. Is everybody ready to change your life? All you gotta do is look within yourselves! The last time they found polyps. It's time to get real with you guys. If you want to increase your ability score, you need to actualize your potential. I'm gonna potentially die from my conscription. You gotta grab life by the ponytail and make her your bitch. But I have a ponytail! So it's time to descend that dungeon that is your soul and slay that dragon. Yeah! Descend, I'm already at the bottom. Tizzy out. Season three. Is Mitch McConnell Nosferatu? What if He-Man was African American? Are Cheez-Its a superfood? Has Alex Jones been my father this whole time? Subscribe pictures. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. I just wanted to say that because it's the most generic welcome to the podcast message ever. Because <laughs> uh, now I've noticed that everybody says that. Also, I just have a, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with that because it's one thing, ladies, Brady. but why gentlemen? Why only just the gentlemen? What, what about like, the rough men? You don't like the rough men? Why do we not ever address anybody who's not gentle? Well, no, no, you're forgetting the third group. Lentilmen. Lentilmen. What's a lentilman? Nobody ever gives them credit. Mr. Peanut. A... <laughs> Mr. Peanut? He's, no, a he's a legume. He's a legumen. Right. <laughs> right. He's a legumen. <laughs> there was a joke from uh, that anger management movie with... Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it? Adam, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. That's a classic. So a Tim Jack, Curry is a great part in that. Jack movie. Nicholson brings Adam Sandler to look like... Uh, like the drag queen hookup strip, like on oh, Bridge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Woody Harrelson's in that. I was trying yeah. to remember the other day what movie that was from. It was yeah, in my head, and I was yeah. like, "What movie did I see him?" And he's like, "Love, yeah. I can't stand in the way of love." <laughs> Go to her. <laughs> Fancy or whatever he was saying. And like, it I was after that. that that he started getting parts again. Yeah. And it doesn't matter because I'm a lady. Whoops! No, I'm not. <laughs> um. Well, that's real news though. Uh, so. I had a pipe burst under my house. Oh, oh what? Yeah, millions of gallons of uh, water dumping in, and uh, I mean, you're paying a premium. But here's for the thing: there's too. a bit of conspiracy involved. See? No, Joe Biden said if I don't vote Democrat, there will be no pipe under my house, and now the pipe burst. Did it spill methane? I don't know, but it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Like how on a scale of one to Russia <laughs> like invading Ukraine? How how bad is this? Yes, uh, we're annexing. Yes. Oh. We're annexing. <laughs> That's where we're at, right? Yeah, we have to annex to the shed now. Oh, oh man. So no. you're going to ex- increase your square footage to. I love how they said the we're annexing the- parts of Ukraine yeah. and then they didn't reveal the parts of Ukraine they're annexing. They're just like, we're annexing Ukraine. Mm-hmm. They so, voted for it. Is this swear. Yeah. Is it yeah. nouveau colonialism? It's, oh, it's yeah, no. It's like, we. this was always part of Russia. Wink. Gaslight. But, but not to get into too much no, politics po- stuff. I was just thinking. We're going just this is know. not the positive episode I envisioned. I, I just want to know. Exactly. Well, here's some positive. <laughs> I want to know how they're going to fix that pipe leak. 
deep That's some crazy shit, man. There should be emergency shutoff valves for every pipeline ever to exist. Yeah, like every so many feet or whatever. Are you you talking about like the city main? Like the city main? Like it wasn't like a house pipe. It's like a city pipe. No, no, no I, I didn't. Ocean. I didn't actually have a pipe first in my house. Oh, he, did he catch on? He was being yeah. facetious. That was a, that's oh, one word. Um, okay, see, I was actually worried that you actually had no, a no, pipe no, burst no, in your no, house no. because that's the kind of thing that would happen to you. That is the kind of shit that would happen to me. <laughs> and I haven't talked to you in a week. That would be some great timing. <laughs> that would be scary. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> I think it's. I think it's going to take a wonderful feat of engineering to fix that. Do you, do you, okay, positive. So we have the capability to fix things in the ocean because we, we have the bil- ability yeah. to install them. That's positive, right? Yeah, it's crazy to even think that they were able to run a pipe, you know, under the fucking ocean. And that brings me to like think right. about the internet lines that are under there. All right, hold on just a second. It's crazy that they were able to do I that. I feel like being positive for 30 minutes is going to be a struggle snuggle for us. Okay. Well, mostly for Brady. Ten- yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So time out. Okay, time. What are we actually talking about? Because I've been kind of dealing oh. with a sick toddler for the last week. I don't. I haven't okay. been plugged into anything. Um, I didn't know ex- you didn't know. It's ex- big news. Explain uh, to him. Yeah, so what are we the, talking about? The Nord Stream pipeline. Huge okay. methane pipeline. It runs Huge. under the ocean. Okay. For natural gas. From Russia uh, to Europe. Right. I don't. Nobody knows exactly what happened, but it got it. Something blew it up. There was explosions registered on seismic uh, measurements. Uh, it's a huge. Now there's a leak, like literally millions of gallons. The most of natural methane gas are ever. In the, ocean. the most methane ever leaked, ever, ever, ever yeah. in the history of like. Well, that was history. Putin's bargaining chip to the rest of Europe for you know anything. That was so, his only thing, only card on the table. All right, so other than nukes. we did it. So naturally, yeah. there's the conspiracy theories that like. Honestly, I think someone in Putin's own government would have done it. Yeah. At this point, because they're done. See, those are the theories. Either Putin did it as a false flag, or, or did NATO it. did it, or even private corporations did it to, like, you know, sell weapons. Nah, at the, end of the, day. the fact that people in his own government are speaking out against him but, now is a real red flag, because he's at the point where he might just end it all. The conscription yeah. But to be, is... to be positive, like we want. Oh, yeah, let's go back. Again, go back. I just wanted Positivity. to talk about... Rain it in. I wanted to talk about how awesome it is that we have engineers that can figure out, A, how to lay pipeline under the fucking ocean... You know how fucking crazy the ocean is. Well, what section of the ocean are we talking about? I think it's the Baltic, isn't it? The Baltic Sea, yeah. Okay, so one, that's a sea. It still counts. It's still a billion, gajillion gallons of water. It's not like it's a transatlantic pipeline. That's true. How how long is this pipeline? Is it like a couple of hundred miles? Let's ask Google. That's a great question as far as exactly how long the pipeline is. Like, but I just think it's it, cool that, that they can do that. Because what they probably did was, uh, I know that pipelines actually, they shoot cleaners through them. They're they're like, uh, what the hell were they called? Uh, Solvents? No, the, uh, not, they're, they're, it's they're, they're like motorized augers that run through That's them. That's a pretty yeah. big pipeline, guys. It's 1,200 kilometers long. Oh, jeez. And so, it goes from the Baltic okay, Sea so to St. Petersburg to Germany. So that's in socialist that's measurements. Yeah. What's that in America? <laughs> socialist. What's that uh, in America? Oh, What's that in America? It's 745 miles. Okay, I'm okay. sorry. In imperial was, system. You were close. I guessed like, right. Holy you did. Crap. That's like yeah. 90 Texases and a Dodge. 
<laughs> seven seven hundred miles. That's like what? <gasps> so are we going to be positive that we're on the imperial system? How many washing machines? You to the world? Just I me like out that. here going. How many washing machines uh, is that? Like like seven hundred thousand. I, I, I love, I love how like, my how many LeBron James wingspans is that? Like uh, about forty five. Um, <laughs> that's a big and that's that's a big look. It made a vortex of doom. Vortex of doom or cool? That's not good. Guys. Yeah. All so, right. So so that happened this I'm week. Not, I'm making light of a very serious situation that is happening half a world away. Yeah. I, I like to just joke about it. I mean, I, I find it weird how it's like, we all agreed, like, yeah, let's keep this a happy podcast, and then immediately, by the way, we're going going into this bad... I have to talk know. about the darkness inherent in the soul I didn't know, Randy didn't know about the story, so um, I was hoping it was just going to be a little satirical. There is one existential <laughs> nihilist okay. among us. His name doesn't start with B. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a little so, big joke. little big So I had this idea... <laughs> Because of all of the the negativity in the world that we would do an, a hyper happy positive podcast this week, you, I do have positive news. You crazy <laughs> crazy man! But my positivity is a bit of a hybrid. So I I have noticed a resurgence in fuck you hacking to big corporations. Okay, sure. <laughs> I think that's pretty positive. Okay, personally to me. I mean, this is subjective, but so like, there's a big hack of Uber where okay. the guy was hacking it and like sending basically fuck you messages to like all of the higher ups. Sure. There was a hack of, um, like, the GTA 6 footage got leaked. Oh, yeah. A bunch of other video game companies got hacked. Do you know that game's been finished for, like, three years? Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, But there's all these, like, now big hacks of big corporations, but it's not to steal people's data and identities. Maybe that's part of it. That could be an agenda in the background, but we don't know about yet. But it's just to basically, like... It's a resurgence of that 90s hacking where that like, v- fuck you, big ones. The V for Vendetta sort Yeah, of exactly. Okay. And okay. they're just trolling. Sure, sure. Okay, really so cool. there's positive Randall and I like Scott. That, you guys have personally. something positive to say? I'll let Scott um, go as junior co-host. Oh, we put him on the spot. Yeah, because you're talking about like positive of current events, and I'm sitting over here like... No, no, just I, like... I like the Witcher Witcher current events. I mean... <laughs> well, no, anything positive. People yeah. want to get to know us, so you like the Witcher games. I love oh. the Witcher TV show. Uh, I know you're show. I know you're heavily into like vampire and all that stuff. Oh, yes. Vampire. Um, what do you think of the Vampire the Masquerade sequel that recently came out? Have you played it yet? You mean like the like Vampire 5E is what you're talking about? I don't know. I'm talking so, about the video game, not the tabletop game. Oh... Oh, Swan Song. Okay, I haven't actually played Swan Song. Um, yeah. I just remember this was big news a couple months ago because they were, they finally released the sequel. It is it is not a sequel. So or, there is a what is it then? Uh, Swan Song is like an just expansion. another thing that's going on. It was another game that was released. The big sequel ah. that was announced a while back was Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines Two. Yeah, it wasn't that. It was so, definitely so. It's more of an expansion kind of thing. So it's like a DLC. Yeah. Essentially. No, it's not a DLC. Well. I feel like most games it, it's they a separate game. Yeah, because it's, it's not adding on because it is a completely new like engine. And it's everything. a new. Is product. it is it a game as a service? I don't think it is. Don't that could go I negative know. so hard. I'm trying to think of deflect. A, so don't, I'm don't trying to think of a game as a service that I do enjoy. So I'm gonna roll past that. Um, so yeah. I'm gonna continue about vampires <laughs> yeah, because ahead. this Sorry. is something that I really like to talk about. Yes. Yeah. So that's, so vampire the masquerade bloodlines that came out. Early 2000s. Yeah, it it is. Three or four? uh, It predates the Zoomers, I think. It was. So so that game kind of right at the the end of its development kind of ended up in development. 
maybe not development hell as we would normally think about purgatory it, but purgatory no. so what had happened is <laughs> like right it at became the t- a vampire right at the tail end of its development the studio that was working on it like went bankrupt and was shutting down oh but okay. they had enough of it built that it's like we can re- we can still release this and so they did and then did it become so, legend yeah it, it became did. a huge like yeah uh, a huge legend after that it was and, like blade runner where it fucking flopped at the box office but now it's got the biggest cult following so oh, there's a lot of cult following stuff. so yeah. after bloodlines was released the developers of it actually came together just on their own and they released a patch for it it's called the unofficial patch mm-hmm. basically to you know fix some of the bugs that was in the you know right. what they couldn't fix before they released it and since then, to this day, there's still an active community of modders working on that Bloodlines game. It's like yeah. one of the oldest community, modding communities of video games. So it's right. like the Skyrimites? It's older so, than Whale. Well, no, I'm just talking about yeah. the modding part. Essentially, Those it's that kind of sentiment. everything. Yeah. Like, they... Yeah. So, so a couple I, of years... I love when developers just like, here, community, it's yours now. Right. I so, made this, it's your baby. But we'll make all the money still. So <laughs> a couple of years ago... Um, so White Wolf is the company that owns Vampire the Masquerade and Requiem, which right. is a different edition. But we're talking about the tabletop, yeah, RPG the, yeah. specifically. Okay, or okay. yeah, I the tabletop RPG this. and the game is related to it. Okay, the video games related to it. So mm-hmm. White Wolf, I think. Let's see. White Wolf was bought by uh, Paradox Studios. Yeah, and so Paradox was like, "Hey, we now have this IP, which is really famous because mm-hmm. of Bloodlines." Let's bring this stuff back. And so then they ended up releasing Vampire the Masquerade. They call it 5e now. Okay. Uh, So that's the new tabletop that was released. And then they made, uh, they started development of Bloodlines 2 and they released a trailer for it, which was just Maybe that's what I was thinking of then. Yeah. So that's the trailer for that. So how often do you play this? Bloodlines? Just any or? of the Masquerade or any of the, any of your vampire stuff. So like, like- I only have access to... So I play Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines, and okay. every once in a while I pick up Redemption again, which was the first And those are the games, game. right? Yeah. Those are the computer games. Okay. And they've recently been releasing others, though one of which I played is Coteries of New York. Okay. So I've been... So I played that, and then there's the tabletop games, which I have not been part of a group that's playing that. But you've been actively looking for a group that plays that, right? Like, because you've talked about it before. Or at least I've been keeping an eye out, if not actively looking for it. Yeah. Okay. And um, <laughs> we so yeah, I, w- I would totally love to play Requiem or Masquerade as the tabletop. It's just I don't have a group for it. So I feel it's like, fun. Are there like meetup groups for that? Because I feel like there's a pretty active fandom. Uh, <laughs> not not as much. Unfortunately. <laughs> Is it because people like ma- vampires or introverts? Okay, so like- I I have a small amount of insight into this from the early two thousands. Uh, oh boy. Because I Fair. played, I played version one. Um, you see, the like most RPGs, there's a LARP community attached to Vampire, and mm-hmm. it was a little uh, extra. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've seen some of those people. Well, you, you remember how I think South Park did like a Vamp Kids episode? Yeah, but that they, was more they, for Twilight. But I think yeah, but before that, they played Vampire the Masquerade as if it was a thing. So they like, <laughs> so they, they're like actually with, living it out. Like blood play, and it it got weird. Oh, one of my my cousin, he dated a girl who said she was a vampire, and her family was, and like they That's actually lived as thing. a vampire. Like yeah. they drank people's blood, and it got really weird. Like they uh, wouldn't hurt people; they'd get blood from the blood banks and stuff. Yeah, but it was such a 
Sorry. Yeah. I it, it was such a yeah, thing uh, that not... that was like one of the weird stigmas attached to it in the beginning. But that was the reason why I think White Wolf branched out beyond that. And they did like Werewolf and Hunter and uh, was it Mage the Ascension? Yeah. And my personal favorite was um, was Hero, Demigod, and God. Where you got to play like the the scion of a of a deity, oh, oh. which which had one of the best stories between a guy who was like descended from Thor and a guy descended from Loki fighting each other. That sounds fun. <laughs> and so this is all immortal role playing then. Oh yeah, it's a lot of it is that. Well, um, he, I can see why humans would dig that. And then they had a generic system which was just World of Darkness, which was right. just. Humans dealing with this stuff around them, a la Harry Dresden. That doesn't like, sound very optimistic. It, it, it was very no. It was it was the world of darkness. Like mm. that was the name of the property. So was so. Were you playing that like? So I have a world of darkness book, but it's connected to Vampire the Requiem and the, let's see, Werewolf the Forsaken. I, I played first edition stuff where I played Masquerade. I played as a Malkavian once, which was... They are the insane vampires. Um, and they were a lot of fun to play because they had a, a high-level ability where, that was just called Disbelieve. Where you could just unbelieve something in reality and it couldn't affect you. So you were a corporate CEO? No, it was like... <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? It's like, well, I have these zombie... I, have, well, I had zombie. Trump. I had oh, yeah. zombie baboons that were following me. And I stepped on a floor, and the floor collapsed, and there was just a bath of acid beneath it. And I'm like, okay, I just believe the acid. And it's like, yeah, but your monkeys can't do that, so they're burning. And I was like, why are you guys in pain? This is fine. This is great. Because oh, you couldn't believe Cause the I, acid. Because the acid wasn't there for me, because I didn't believe in it. It is the Donald Trump game. It really play. was. Yeah. Like, it, okay. it was literally, it, like, this is the one of the early lore jokes about right. them was that they only uh, would turn, like, mentally ill patients so they were had to be crazy to be fed on and to be turned. It was a very weird game, but a lot of fun to play. So role playing, so the vampire, all of that. It sounds like role playing wise, it's a fun, fun joint. Like it fun. is. Yeah, I think it's um, a little bit more in depth than D&D. I actually. Really, it sounds like it. I I would like to roll that into like I really enjoy Paradox Entertainment because they are very supportive of their fan base. Like I always appreciate that. And to roll into something that I like that was in my opinion very positive. Um, I had mentioned probably last year sometime about the whole Alpha Busa and how Games Workshop kind of did him dirty and how he had making made the show about oh, yeah, you did the Emperor yeah. Texas Speech Device. Well, when he left that, he went to Paradox Entertainment and now he's making a series called Hunter the Parenting. And it's about how he took some of his character tropes that he had in if the emperor had a text to speech device and turn them into vampire hunters but it's very goofy and like the it? main guy like big d who was the emperor is like i cannot be stopped i am immortal except not really and like they have kevin the vampire who is also a wizard and it it's a very ridiculous show and what is it about text to speech that makes us all so happy like, all of I, us seem to enjoy it. I really it's enjoy it. It's because it is the machine talking to you. That's true. It's we used to make prank calls to our friends in high school with because I found, <laughs> I was one of the first of my friend group to find text-to-speech on the internet. And it was a good time. Oh, it's God, a, yeah. it's and this a was back time. when there was no ads on, like, half of the websites that existed. I missed so those So shit days. was just lit back then. So I wanted to, to kind of talk about how I, I really do appreciate, like, that Paradox Entertainment gave a home to one of my favorite YouTube creators. 
and how he's once again making videos and producing content and he seems better because <laughs> when that all went down it was bad for him well content creation is really hard and it's also it's it's part of you and so for mm-hmm. it to be invalidated by greed it really messes you up right and so then it, t- it seems like the whole world is you, you it takes so much energy to make things and then for the world to just squish you Mm. Yeah, that would it, be kind of. It's kind of a rough. It was game, the fact I that it's, it completely soured me on a brand, which yeah. that's such that's, a shame because some of the stuff they have coming out, I really want to try. That kind of relates to one of my positive things is I've gotten really into Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, it's almost the same thing. They got completely shit on. I feel bad for the developers at CD Projekt Red because they put their fucking hearts and souls in that game for literally ten years, and they launched a. Very unfunctioning video game, mm-hmm. and um, it, it because the anime recently came out, and it's like fucking like cream of the crop anime. Every fucking buddy loves it, even people who've never even seen They're trying, the game or the tabletop game. I, they released that after what was it the one point five patch? Yeah, yeah. They I released think, a one point six patch alongside it with content in the game related to I the anime. I think they're trying to basically attempt to relaunch the game. They did. It was basically a relaunch. They're trying. They're like, we fixed but the it. developers. We uh, have this anime tied in. Please, like, we needed like another like development cycle exactly. to get this done. It was their investors' fault. It comes to turn out, like, once you look into the history of it, the investors were pressuring them to release this. They're like, no, it needs more time in the yeah, oven. And it, it got a. And the investors like, no we want to fucking return right now. You can't just right make now. art for art's sake for it to be good anymore. Exactly. Has to be in and that was cash the thing is that, like, CD Projekt exactly. Red had an enormous amount of goodwill with the player base because of the Witcher series. They did, and everybody was super hyped about the game, and they had a great reputation that they've now tarnished. It's coming back, though, but because the anime came out, there's a huge, like, it's now, like, the number two played game on Steam, or at least what it was yeah. last oh, week. Oh, it's it's getting, a re- it's sort of like, it's been you resurrected. said things that, like, your vampire thing, it came out and wasn't so great, and then exactly. it got this cultic fan base thing. Same with just No Man's became- Sky, but so, I guess, the, de- yeah. the developers were on, like, Twitch, a lot of them are on Twitch, and they do streams and talk So we're and thankful. Stuff. And they were, like, super, they've been super emotional lately because of the resurgence. They're like... We're finally getting recognized for all the work we've done, oh. and now it's like a, a it's like a cult classic game. Like it's going to be in history, and yeah. it, that happens to a lot of things where fans, true fans, pull through something they know it's good, even yeah. if life happens. Because life happens, you have you know financial considerations, uh, disasters, corporate happens corporate, too. Well, yeah, no negativity. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying that that is a part. <laughs> that is an aspect of reality that I. But it's not ironic. It's ironic considering the nature of cyberpunk as a genre. Exactly. Yeah. Which is like giant corporations shitting on everybody else. Exactly. And that's literally what happened to that game, so it was almost poetic. It really maybe, is. Maybe that was actually their marketing plan. It could have been. I mean, we don't know. So I feel I, I do feel like the three of us have had our little moment. So Katie. Katie. I'm I'm beyond positive it's October. It's, I know. Yeah. That too. It's like, soup season. I'm was, putting the farm to bed. There's TV shows and sweaters. Uh, yeah. That was literally, I, I think, the first thing I said to you. Like, it's October. I know. Oh, no. I, like, I, September's I, done. I mean, we, we've all talked about, like, this morning I talked to Randy about TV we're watching. Yeah. I was going to say, let's keep it to, let's keep it pop culture and then we'll talk about positive things in our yeah. life. Yeah. So what's uh, some media you've been into real quick? I was going to say that before we know it, we are, we are going to be living in frost punk. Yeah, yeah. Frostpunk. <laughs> that's coming. Well, pop culture. I've really been enjoying shows that people have been loving to hate on the internet. Like I really, like oh, yeah. I really love the new Lord of the Rings show. I don't care if people hate me because once again, I'm an old woman. I don't give a shit if people yeah. don't like me at all. There's got to be something good in it since it's the most expensive TV show ever produced. It is one of the most ever. beautiful things I have ever seen visually ever made. Really, it 
Okay. It was the first. Yeah, it's a, it cost a half a billion dollars. They yeah. had to pay two hundred fifty million to Tolkien's estate just to use the stuff, and then they can't use the stuff. Like they can't use the Cimmerillion. I don't exactly, know. Exactly, it's weird. So I really and it's like, like eighty nine million an so, episode. So Bezos could not be outdone by HBO. <laughs> I, you know what? I just like the show. Like I, Thro- I like like season eight of Thrones was really expensive. Yep. It had like I think yeah. the single most expensive television episode ever yeah. produced in it. So you're well, right. Bezos, Bezos was like, I can do a little better. And well, then Bezos is like, hold my beer. I got that Amazon. And money. part of part of me feels weird that actually so much like money is being spent. Hold my Goldschlager. Oh part of me feels weird that so much money is being spent on TV and politics because I said this election will be the most expensive in history when we have actual problems like homelessness. But at the same token, I like art. So I've enjoyed Andor, Andor. I've enjoyed She-Hulk, and I've enjoyed. Uh-huh. The, uh, what is it? Rings of Power. I've enjoyed them. Yeah. Okay. But I like fantasy and also TV and video games and role playing is supposed to be an escape. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. Actually, the the content now that is subverting all of the political messaging mm-hmm. is now doing the best. Um, it's doing what it's supposed I to be. I think do. people so- are like, we do want to escape. I don't want to get in here and be like shit on because I'm white. You know what I mean? Well, it's and like we can do that a different time. Right now, it's like shit's going down. We want to like we want to relax and, and just <laughs> be in some. It's fantasy. Media. It's not real. Like, exactly. That's what TV is supposed to be. Is you get to sit down and unplug from what you're having to deal with in reality, or role playing, or you know, video games. I know. I know how uh, memes are not facts, but <laughs> no. No, Not they, yet. They are prophetic in a way. But there was one that I saw the other day where it's like, you know how like you go to an old folks home and they're playing like bingo or shuffleboard. Oh uh, yeah, and then like we're gonna get when we're gonna be old yeah. and it's just gonna be like people playing on switches and D and straight up. Because you look and at old folks homes now, it is like boring ass bingo and cribs and maybe they have Fox News on or whatever. And I like cribs. But like our fucking retirement homes are gonna be lit. Because we're going to have, like, PS5 and D&D and your vampire game. Van- van- whatever vampire game's out by then. Right. God You're going to have vamp kids in the... <laughs> Can you imagine us old yeah. asses playing cards against humanity? That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, and then we're just going to be in there being awful human beings. I think... And then we're the ones that are just old and racist at that point because Maybe. we enjoy cards against our humanity. <laughs> and it'll be, like, it'll some new term that we... That, like... Gen Beta has come up with because we're... Gen Beta. I'm... Um, but uh, think about this. We need to get rally groups together to show all the current old people in those homes like how much fun they could be having not playing bingo and playing something cool. Yeah. Like... Get some D&D in there for them. They would love it. Um, yeah, they I could roll dice. Except then they might ac- accuse you of witchcraft and demon summoning. Maybe. Some of them. Not but you know what? That's the thing true. is, is that... Some of them might have been hippies at one point, so they might actually be into it. I know some yeah. old, like people that were in their 20s and 30s and 80s, so they're in their 60s now. They yeah. played D&D. And they yeah. would love it. They have nothing better to do in those fucking homes. Have you seen inside one of those places? It's so yeah. sad. And I don't want, I'm not pushing us down a sad path here. I'm talking about we need to he rally in there. Get, he can't help it. We need to go around to old folks' <laughs> home doing, service, doing community He's, service where we're playing D&D with old yeah, people. Yeah, dude, that'd be cool. We could even do a fucking YouTube channel about that it. That would be pretty fun. Well, the thing I'm is... Not me. I don't have time for that, but... Oh, oh, <laughs> so, people do have time for that. So they're going to complain about the um, problem, but not do anything about it. That is the most American thing I've ever heard. Well, here's I'm the so thing. Proud. I'm employable. I mean, There's plenty of people who are not, so they can have time to do that. I don't Let's know. just say. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, so like, uh, in our lives, other than pop culture, Scott, view the stand or whatever, <laughs> anything really positive happening in your life lately? Oh, I, I know uh, for a fact there was something, but I'll let you. So, yeah, my, uh, what, 
one really positive thing, which is, has not been fully realized yet, is my roommates are moving out. So I'm getting about, you know, 70% of my house and 90% of my fridge back. So. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see that. You're not even going to know what to do with the fridge space, man. I tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be bleak for a while going, what the fuck? What do I put here? Oh, my... Yeah, it's like, oh my god, I'm gonna have, I have room. It's too much white, now. but I'm still I'm still buying what I normally buy. <laughs> it's like so just empty pizza boxes. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta fill it with something. It makes man. it look so festive. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that's kind of a positive thing for both your roommates because I'm hoping they're moving out to be on their own and have their own kind of path in life. They are renting another place, but right it's. Let's see. I, is it just going to be them and the kid? Yeah, it's going to be them and the kid. And, That's good. Yeah, in the place they're living at. So I think it is like smaller overall because they don't have enough room there to bring everything. Oh, wow. But Well, they did have a lot of stuff. That's, yeah, they did. Yeah, again, yeah. like 70% of my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, they're, uh, they're going to be in their own place, uh, well, relatively speaking. And... Um, yeah, like I, one of, one of the biggest things is I I'm not gonna need to worry about you know having the the cabinets baby proofed and the baby gate you know covering the stairs. Oh, and for stuff sure. Like that. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's a big thing that's changing for me. I have Heck a hugely yeah. positive thing. Let's hear it. Um, I have consecutively taken care of animals since I was 18 years old and got married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as of November 28th, I will not have any. Wow. Except. Well, pets. I'm talking about farm animals. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. You'll, have, you'll have. Yeah, but cats. No one takes care of cats. Like, you'll have the emotional support, Corgi. And ca- so the idea of not and having beans. livestock yeah. and just because I decided I needed a break. Yeah. Right. Because when you take care of like animal livestock animals are even different because they're large. Like when you yeah. have cows and stuff. There's there when I had long COVID, which was not a good time this spring. You know what I was. Oh yeah, dying, I remember. I had to go out almost blind and in a fever and still in the snow and still take care of stuff, mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. sick. Can I pause you real quick? Every time someone says long COVID, I think it's a porno name. That's awesome. <laughs> Schlong COVID. Schlong COVID. Schlong COVID. No, that's monkeypox. That's my. I literally okay. <laughs> though those of you that had long COVID, it's not a good time. It's not. It's not a good time. As they well know how sick I was. But in, then not having the animals is going to be a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, I, I'm going to sort sure. of just get to exist without... I mean, yep. I'm still a mom. So, so you're shedding people. You're shedding oh. animals. Yeah. What yeah. are you shedding? Your skin? Uh, just, <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> I finally get to be my true lizard. Well, I, I know you're a lizard person. Actually, I'm a Jew, so it's more of a goblin. Well, I know that... <laughs> I know the positive thing for you is that the D&D game got moved to Saturday so you get <gasps> to play get to again. Yeah, you. I finally get to socialize again. So as you guys know, I work nights now cleaning some banks. And it basically destroyed my entire social life because it's Monday through Friday. Every night. Every fucking night. Doesn't matter. Unless it's a holiday, a bank holiday. Which there seems to be a lot of, I've noticed. Oh yeah, there are. And motherfuckers do everything not to work. It's, <laughs> a, it's a natural muffin top day. We're not, we just close banks. What's a nat- What's a synthetic muffin top? I don't know. <laughs> Ask um, the banks. They figured it out. That, that's when you get the collagen injections. <laughs> <laughs> but, Into uh, your love oh, so, bring up the cow so thing. So, sadly, though, there is a tinge of negativity to that because now we're, sh- we're shedding Randy on, on the game nights. Yeah, right? but he's going to be but DMing he's gonna start his, his campaign. But my so. game starts Wednesday yeah. again, Which, so... Um, we get to play... I get to play D&D with my friends. I'd rather socialize. I've told Celine this. I, I'm not that big of a fan of fantasy, so D&D doesn't really hold my interest very okay, well. but it was pretty fun. It's fun to play game. together, though. 
Um, but hopefully after this we can figure out a different game. There'll be, and then we can, we can all be happy. Well, I mean, why don't we play Scott's Vampire game? We yeah, can try yeah, Scott's that's, Vampire. That's, game. that's actually the plan. Is once we were done uh, with Celine's done, campaign. Yeah, once we were done yeah. with this, then I'm gonna at least run you guys through and. Uh, the Requiem stuff, yeah. or at least Requiem um, will be the base game with some modifications. I think that'll be fun. I found out there's a uh, game called Shadowrun that's a cyberpunk vampire fantasy adventure. <laughs> that was huge in the 80s, I guess. Oh, you're talking about sh- oh Shadowrun? Shadow yeah. Yeah, Shadowrun was like like cyberpunk d d it, it was cool sounding. Yeah, they... Um, there was a recent release... Uh, I say recent, like it wasn't in the last, like, <laughs> like six years ago on Steam. On no Steam, there's actually, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. On, on Steam, they, they released uh, <coughs> the Shadowrun uh, revised version. And I think there's actually a 5e Do you know if it was the um, Super Nintendo or the Sega version? There was two versions. No, one, no, no. They were was, completely different than No, this other. is new. I know, but they had to, like... What they base it on. He's yeah. Did they base it on the one from the Sega? or Because they were completely different. Games, functionally. Uh, this one was based on, like, the tabletop. They all were, but I was wondering if... Or is it just completely new? Yeah, it's it's like a new... Like, it was based on the latest it's iteration. By oh, cool. And it it takes place in, like, Seattle. Yeah, that's a, that's what I thought was cool. It's like this, um, this future dystopian Seattle. But, which is really not that far off no, from reality. No, that's pretty cool. It's just not high-tech low-life yet. What was kind of cool about it, though, was we don't, that... We don't have cyberdex yet. High-tech um, low-life. That's the, that's the requirement to be cyberpunk genres. Yeah, high-tech low-life. Yeah. That's it. That's it, the only criteria. What was weird here. about it, though, was it was like... At the same time, like, magic got injected into it. So, like, people yeah. who had, like, latent, like, genetic heritages to like elves and dwarves and trolls and goblins like turned into them this sounds like a game we played with you randall it's uh, kind of similar but with a cyberpunk been, vibe there yeah. may have been some it is urban fantasy but cyberpunk it that's really sounds, what it is kind of similar to it, something we played hey, yeah it, it may it may have smacks of the urban yeah. arcana game that yeah, i played it, sort of sounds similar. it, it, it sounded just really had cool, less though. cyberpunk I, elements to it it just sounded like a, a cool game but brady has like a too. cyberpunk like npc character that has a grenade for his face oh yeah there's a guy in the cyberpunk 2077 video game who's like his brother ripped his nose off with pliers as a kid so he replaced his half his face with a hand grenade how mad do you have cool. to be to hold your brother down and rip his nose off the world it's is a, a crazy, crazy place. dystopia, <laughs> which we're not far from in reality. As, and I guess to wrap it up on me with the positive notes in my what life. What happened in your life yeah. positively? I know yes. your your son was potty training real good. Yeah, yeah, Jeff is still doing really good on his potty training. Uh, he has spent the last week sick, Aww. but I think he's finally is he better. Yeah, I think he's finally over the hump. He's got a doctor's appointment tomorrow, which was I had to defer from last week. Poor little Jeffers. Yeah. Um, but if he's kicking it, then heck yeah. Yeah, he's... That is positive. He's still a little sick, but I think he's well... He's not... His nose isn't running anymore. Birthday month's over. Yeah, that's oh, the God. other thing is that, like, we, we, we are pa- we're in a post-September mode right now, so we're, we've rolled into spooky season. We're getting geared up for Halloween. There's a spirit Halloween the movie coming out. I saw a trailer for it on YouTube. What? It is low budget, obviously. No, I think no. it's coming out on Shutter. <laughs> no. Nice. It, or Netflix. I can't remember What's which one. What's the plot? I have no fucking clue. Is it murder in the store? But it's their mascot is like the, you know, is is, is that's what the movie's about. The pumpkin head guy? Yeah, the old fucking skeleton pumpkin guy. You know what I really want to see, like either a TV show or an animated series about, is the the disturbed guy. The, the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would From love disturbed. to see a thing about that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That'd Just, be useful. Totally. Why hasn't he done something like that? 
Um, Do people, more brands need to like market their mascots into shows. I think we have the platforms for it. I I would talk about that in a separate episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, definitely going to be a because that is a cereal company. I would, no, so I want to. I would go down the early '90s rabbit hole. That's what I mean. Had like man. the Spot and the Noid and like yeah. Etsy Man and all of those. <laughs> well, just like, think, man. Every, you remember the cereal commercials from the '90s? I was yeah. just thinking Tony the Tiger is the Dahmer. tricks, the toucan <laughs> guy. Everybody, dude, they would fucking. Uh, they, Cereal companies could really profit from I shows. I kind of think they tricks might already kids. be doing that. Yeah, that could be a whole fucking show. Oh, God, show. the fentanyl tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. So Sorry. that's a random Sorry. life. Sorry. No, no, like... That was, that I, was, no, I'm saying that we're at like 35 okay, minutes because I'm, go, I'm going clock clock okay. I'm going clock And we made it all the way through <laughs> positive pop culture and yeah. life events. Yeah, we did so this. I think we did a pretty positive episode about things that we like. Yeah, um, for us. So, Brady, you wanna you wanna send us out here with how the internet works? Yeah, we don't yeah, know. So you, as how you does guys the know, how does the internet work, Brady? As you guys know, our fucking podcast is on the you know on the internet, and uh, <laughs> you guys know how it fucking works. We've had it for goddamn decades now. There's like buttons where you subscribe, and there's buttons or, where you uh, give actually, us money. I think it's actually follow. That's what I mean. You guys know it. You guys know your platform. Yeah. If you're on Spotify, if you're on Google, if you're on the weird, obscure ones that I don't understand why anybody uses because all the big ones are fine. You push a plus, plus button on Apple. Yeah. yeah. Can, there's lots of different ways. They're all there's... different, but you all know how they work. Before we end off here, I just want to oh. bring up this one last thing. Did you guys hear about the new Werewolf Podcast? <laughs> blah, blah. Werewolf you, Podcast? Yeah, the Werewolf, Werewolf Podcast. Podcast? No, yeah. what the heck is that about? It's called Like and Subscribe. Ah! <laughs> On that note, bye. bye. <laughs> Red flag.